Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Have some of column H, right? All of column B. I'm in the mood to help you through. You ain't never had a friend like me. I like that. <laughs> I'm, our opening music from now on, I'm just going to find metal Disney songs. I'm okay with that. I think that's what we, we need. It's, it's better if uh, if you had opened with uh, Pen, Pineapple, Apple, Pen. Oh, God. Have you heard the metal version of that yet? No, no, I, no I have not. Oh, it's, a, it's amazing. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Pen, Pineapple, Apple, Pen. I can't deal. I can't deal. The, the rock screams... For the yeah, fantastic! This is an amazing cover. <laughs> anyway, so how's it going, guys? It's going awesome. How are you? All right, uh, we weren't here last uh, last week. Nope, because uh, of the New York Comical Cons. Oh yeah, that thing. That thing happened. My voice is back. I, I hear. I hear. I was about to comment. You got none of you are sniffling. Or, no, I or got it. Scratchy. Oh, he got it. I, I got. It. I got. Yeah, but I don't hear it or <clears throat> see it in any of you. I, I he was, got the well, crumb. He was. He, he was so bad on Sunday. Big Kev was so bad on Sunday. He was using a megaphone in order to to project. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Man, it was bad. rough. Wow. That's impressive. I was not sick though. It was just from screaming. No, but I I I have the con from any normal time though. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> He's saying you're a screamer, big guy. Wow. Um, I have the con crud. It has officially set in. Oh, you do? I'm, I'm a bit sniffly. Oh, no. I'm, I got I got a little bit of the run, runny nose. Oh, no. So uh, I don't have the con apple splatters, so that's good. Oh, Jesus. Not that's, yet. That's good. <laughs> Did wait for it. No no crave. No, no that, crave this year. That was me on Thursday. Oof. Mm. But uh, but yes, but but we were at uh, we were at the New York Comical Con last week. Well, let's say this is episode four hundred and twenty-eight. Yes. So for those of you asking what happened to episode four hundred and twenty-seven, clearly you don't subscribe to us because episode four hundred and twenty-seven was the numbering of the con uh, specials. Oh, that's true. Yes. You know why? Because I'm sick and tired of not taking credit for for the for the special episodes. Number wise, because we always say, "Oh yeah, four hundred and twenty-seven episodes online," but that doesn't include all of our specials. And that number should be like five Sirius something, XM, probably if you if you take XM, a step back, right? 
All those, yeah. So now, from now on, I'm just going to throw them in the numbering scheme. That's yeah, cool. When you know, when a comic book puts out an annual, I mean, that's annual number one. That doesn't go into the count for you know the next issue. Of but Spider-Man. PK, I'd like to think that we're better than Marvel and DC because we are better than Marvel and DC. Certainly, Ooh, bold and there's fuck their bold numbering. Statement. There's uh, there's bad news on both of those fronts. We've, we've <laughs> never restarted our numbering because sales were down. Just saying. True. Just mm-hmm. saying. Putting it out there. Do we want to get right into con news? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. No, so we have to name the episode. I'm voting for con crud. (laughs) You guys can pick whatever you want. I'm I'm voting for con crud. I I am thankfully spared of con crud, so. I mean, it does roll right off the tongue. It does. It does roll right off the tongue. Um, I don't want to spend a ton (laughs) of time. (laughs) I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but I think that very quickly. You should give us the 30-second overview of Force Friday. Because that happened before oh, the con, yeah, but since the last episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I did forget about that. So um, uh, I'll actually forward a picture to OG. I think I may have already sent it to you of the uh, you did, of the, the line. line? Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. OG will post. Oh, wait, I believe I saw that too. Did you? Yes, I believe. I think I sent it to you as well. So I will. <laughs> that, uh, that one piece of tumbleweed had a bow tie on. Yes, it was it fancy. I'm just saying. Um, so I'll forward that picture to OG. Uh, yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. No, yeah. it was nothing. It was nothing. Uh, there was, uh, as the picture will show, the attendance was light. Right. And uh, yeah, there was nothing. My, and, lo- my local Toys R Us, no unmasked Kylo Ren. By the way, really? Yeah, I'm sure I'll find him some. I'll sure I'll find him at Well, there was or no. Well, there's no Sabine six inch, which I thought was this round, but I think it's the next. No, round. that is next round. Yeah. So um, there was, there was. So it, they had the that that wave, the Rogue right. One six inch wave. They had a shit ton of three and three quarter right. figures. They had the couple of vehicles that are out. Right. Uh, they had that, that other. Uh, they had that other three and three quarter wave that was not Rogue One related, but was like Rebels. That's all part of the. It's all part of the wave. It's all part of the same wave. But it's different packaging, Big F. Yes, but it came in the same wave. Oh, sir. I see. Um, so there's that. There's. Uh, I mean, there was Legos, obviously, and most of the people I spoke to were there for the goddamn Legos, right? Which I thought was hysterically <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, there were some of those larger. What would you call about fifteen inch? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five POA shampoo jugs. Yep. Um, uh, those, there were a bunch of those there. Some new Jack specific biggie biggies, yeah, those, right? Yeah, those. And, uh, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. And then, uh, we're not going to spend any time here. We are going to refer you back to episode 427. Oh. If you want to hear about the Hasbro preview party. Yeah. Because we did talk about it quite extensively. And, and well, we should. So listen to it there. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it already. If you haven't uh-huh. sought that out, find it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. so now we could sort of move into Comic-Con, I guess itself. Okay. Uh, let's start by saying thank you. To everybody that made it possible for us to get to Comic-Con. And that's a great number of people. So that's that's all of the people who donated and mm-hmm. contributed. That is all of the awesome artists that yes. we worked with. Definitely Craig Snodgrass Art, Kyle Kerwan, um, who was lovely. Him and his wife, lovely people. Lovely people. They bought me people. hot dogs. I know. Oh, fiance. Did I, I, might, have, I might have moved oh, things boy. along. What if, that's, what if that's not even a thing yet? No, no, no. I know it's a thing. Oh, okay. I know it's a thing. I don't know, I don't know this stage. You're pressuring Kyle me. and Sarah, my apologies. You can correct me. Uh, so there was that. 
Um, Say, would you like to correct OG? Well, go over to our GVM line. I'm going to delete that. 425-920-6050. You know what, though? In all fairness, there could be new listeners listening. There could be. So we have to say, like, you know, I'm Big Kev. Right. I am OG. It says it in the intro. I am PK. See? I mean, that's. I'm just saying. In case they fast forward through the intro. After Comic-Con. Right. Like, it's a good idea for us to say this is who we are and what we do. A couple of other things uh, before we move into the next part. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. That's who we are. This is what we do, a <laughs> podcast. But let's move on. Uh, I want to wow. thank Dickie Page very quickly. Dickie Page. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Caesar. Wait, wait. You're thanking who? Dickie Page. Matt's got thoughts about uh, about that. I love Dick. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Wow. Really great guy. He yeah, is. A, he so is a I, great I, guy. A good good thing. Uh, you Boy, have PK a, didn't waste no time. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to George <laughs> from October Toys for pulling those clips for me. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yes, Dickie Page and Caesar from Victorian Inc. Um, by the way, all of our exclusives, we still have some available. Yeah, a limit, well, limited quantities. Yeah, uh, Kyle's pieces are going hot. I've oh. already sold two, I think, oh. post-con. Wow. So there's still, I think, nice. maybe one or two of those. Okay. So reach out to me if you're interested in any PB of those Pumpkin. pieces. PB Pumpkin, there are still some. Prints are of both prints. Or right. All three prints, if you were familiar with the uh, G.I. Joe prints, we still have some of those available as well. Yep. Um, and George Vega, of course, thank you for those prints. Um, so thanks to all of those people. We want to thank also the people, the fine folks at Reed. Yes, of course. Who run the show. Yes. Uh, our guy over there is Ryan Will. And uh, he's a swell fellow. He takes care of us. And we felt no less taken care of this time. Um, and I already told Ryan Will that our intent is to return to our exact same spot opposite the ladies room next year. And I, I with that, I think I may have been able to convince um, our, our, our booth mate uh-huh. um, to, uh, to, to come back. Next year in that same spot as well. Because she was thinking about not going there. Oh, yes? Yeah. So Wendy. I Heart Guts. Wendy from I Heart Guts um, was there. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I feel like we've just. I don't know just, what happened. I think, the, I think the studio is haunted. I feel um, wind. Uh, so Wendy at I Heart Guts, I think, is going to return next year. And she was an awesome booth mate. She was. She was fantastic, lovely, tolerated us all weekend long. And those guys next door to us with yeah, the T-shirts. Made, I can't remember. And I feel bad. My wife remember. actually bought one of their shirts. Really? Yeah, she bought it's one for my in the son. tag. Yeah. You know, so they had, these, they, they had these shirts. I'll post a link to them online. They had these shirts, and it was like uh, only X number of years until my first tattoo. Right. Yeah, so my, my wife bought one for our son. So... Uh, so there's that. And they were great. And, uh, and and special thank you to them for sharing this caring. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Um, no, that's fine. We help out where we can. Of course. Um, so, yes. All of those people are awesome. I want to say, uh, say thank you to all of the fans that stopped by and hung out with us. People that came on mic with us. Old fans. New fans. Yeah, man. We want, yeah, of course. The people who went on mic with us. Of course, Benny. Yeah, from Benny. From Tenacious Toys. Yep. The great Fernando Ruiz. Right. Um and others and Keith from uh from what used to be Hero Edme. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. His new comic company they were on. We as were well. slammed this year. We were, dude. So our Saturday and Sunday, as far as the content that we put out, was very light because we were mad busy, mad busy. Unfortunately, PK could not join us. He had some 
anniversary I, type things going on. Yeah, pressing more pressing matters in town. In town, it's right around the corner from you guys, but uh, but elsewhere. And and it's funny how that that adventure ties into some news we're going to talk about later. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, shortly. Some actually, we shocking can to, weird news. We, we <laughs> can go to that very very shortly. So yeah, I mean the the con was awesome. Oh, also we we should probably say thanks to. Uh, we should th- say thanks to uh, to Iraq and Gittles. Sure, hanging out with us and yep. and Iraq making some things happen. And that cute, for us and that cute girl, Lisa. We love Lisa. Lisa. I love Lisa. name. I always forget Lisa Correo. She is a fantastic stand up comedian. You should check her out online. She opens for Patton Oswalt a bunch, um, and she tours a bunch, and uh, and she's awesome. So so thank you to she's her. She's adorable. As well. And. Um, Trying to think who else. Thank you to Christy Puchko who kept me sane at the line of the Hasbro party on Wednesday night. I don't know if I gave her a proper thank you, but she writes for uh, Comic Book Resources and a bunch of other sites. Bunch of other, yeah. other sites. So, uh, and what so, about uh, you know your boy? Yes, of course. Thank you to Randy over at NECA for for making that awesome exclusive. And 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 I got one. So we're talking about the turtles. Uh, yeah. The 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 Eastman. Um, Eastman the Kevin and Eastman and Laird um, uh, villain set, which has been sculpted. Wow. Which has been sculpted and ready for release for years. Yeah. Except that he wasn't able to release them for reasons um, dealing with Playmates and Nick. Et cetera, Certainly. Et cetera. But, Certainly. Uh, but yeah, so that was – thank you Licensing to all Licensing things. Yeah. These um, are outstanding. Yeah, well, they oh, yeah, and they're, they're going to go great with the with the with the Eastman and Laird turtle set. Yep, yep, once yep, I yep. once I build that, that display is about to shrink considerably. I think. Oh. Well, not shrink. It's about to it's about to morph. Oh. I think it's going to become just Eastman and Laird and just Donatello. I think yeah. everything might take a backseat for a while. Oh boy. Uh, sign figures will will work. Oh oh, and I have my pulse on possibly I have my pulse on possibly a Donatello figure signed by uh, some people I still needed signed by. Really, so I'm working on that nice. as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so Comic Con was 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 a success. We didn't get to see any panels, but that was by choice. Yeah, that, um, I, I mean, I really didn't think that. I, I think the most. Exci- I, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of news. One piece of news came out that really ticked me off. There though. was there were some there were some pretty exciting things that came out, but um, uh, movie wise, there was there was the new Doctor Who, the Clash trailer, the new Iron Fish trailer. The announcement that Sigourney uh, Weaver was joining Defenders, that all took place at Comic-Con. So that right. was all pretty big. Um, Who is she think. playing? Un, undisclosed. Unknown. Undisclosed at this time. Dana mm. Barrett. Yeah. Um, but uh, some comic book news. The original uh, the original Richard Ryder's returning to Nova, which I'm actually really excited about. I like Nova. I've always been a Nova fan. Right. More so in recent history. Um, but he was one of those peripheral characters I was always kind of – keen on yeah and the fact that he's returning the original nova i'm, I'm pretty excited about that well i mean in the in i the, know what you're gonna say this what? is upset you're talking about the dc stuff right dc yeah. raising prices back to 399 yeah that i'm not that i'm not too keen which on. was like what yeah that, that i'm not too keen on and then every it, pretty much every marvel announcement is that price hike going wise. into uh rebirth as it's going on or is yes. this uh a next the next i, I don't so when during Rebirth, though? Because as of last week, they still were at the regular price. No, I think it's coming. I don't know when. Okay. It couldn't be before. It couldn't. They couldn't do it before the next preview. So I imagine if it's going to be uh, like two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago. So it's probably another. If it, if it's so November, December solicitations. I, I would think no. It'd be solicitations probably for January. Oh, okay, okay. So, so maybe the, it's in the, the new year. year. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I get to pair uh, down my uh, my selections starting in the new year. 
That'd be fun. That's all right. You know what? I got to tell you, price hikes are good because price hikes force you to really cut the fat. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because stuff that you're really, really enjoying, you don't mind paying a little bit extra yeah. for. Oh, yeah. But the stuff that you're kind of like, eh. eh, those are the first to go. Makes it real simple. Real simple. Um, Luke Cage also debuted before New York Comic Con. Yeah, we didn't talk about that either. We have not had a chance to talk about that yet. I'm about four episodes in. How about you? We are three. In, excuse me, three in. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm eight in. Okay. Wow. Um, Wait, how many are there? There are thirteen. Thirteen. 13? Yeah. Yeah. I and I'm purposefully savoring it. Like I'm purposefully not watching more than two in a sitting. Right. Um, because quite honestly, each episode has been fantastic, and it's a little and it's heavy. A, it's heavy. It's yeah. a lot to digest. Yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, it's another. I mean, unless it. For me personally, unless it completely shits the bed in the last five episodes, it's another huge success for Netflix. Oh yeah, the tone is fantastic. That black exploitation seventies, modern seventies, but it's great because oh, yeah. the, the musical selection and and you know using the Wu Tang Clan yep. uh, uh, song titles as the episode titles. It is the only. There's only one character. That I that I abhor at this point on the show, you're, like bad. You're not a Misty fan. Right? I am not a Misty fan. And she was just announced to to be joining the I Defenders know. too. So that made your day. I, that did not make my. I mean, I guess maybe she can redeem herself in the last five episodes. But she has, uh, and I'm not blaming the actress. I think maybe the actress is okay, and I'm not blaming the original character. I don't know that much about the comic book version of the character, right. but. This characterization of her, she's got that weird – she's got that weird – like she fills a plot point, but it almost feels like her only existence is to fill that plot point. Oh, I have a uh, great okay. analogy for you. Ghost Rider. Yeah, well – on okay, agents she, of shit. She's probably uh-huh. better than that. No, but like she's kind of like that – she's kind of like that unnecessarily – Angry slash skeptical slash just blech towards Luke in every episode. And it's like, really? We're eight episodes in at this point. I really? have a great analogy for you. What? Ghost Rider yeah, okay. from <laughs> Agents of Shit. So so we'll, we'll talk more about Luke maybe when we wrap it. Because I know there yeah. are other people who haven't finished it yet either. I dig it. And I, I, I really dig their tone. And I, and I dig that they are, they are committed to representing uh, black culture without cliche like it's it's they're they're not they're not hitting any what no no no. go ahead it, but they're they're not they're not in my experience so far in, in three episodes yeah. there's no devolving into into stereotype there's no devolving into uh into just that in, into 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 stereotypes and 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 what what the uh the audience's perception of what what New York City black culture would be. Well, strap in, PK, because you're about to get educated. Uh Uh-oh. Well, no, there is some controversy already surrounding the show, of course, um, uh, two days after it debuted. So there's a small portion of the audience that feel like they don't relate to the show and it's too black for them. Oh, for fuck's sake. Exactly. That audience is stupid and ridiculous. And then there's another portion of the audience that feels that he is – I can't think of the the, the term, but he is something – it's – it's something – some sort of conservative that, that Luke himself is too conservative and the argument is that like you know, he won't use or doesn't like the, the N-word on the show. And that's not him being conservative. That's him – that's a strong – that's a strong statement 
from that character. Yeah. Like he will not allow himself to be brought into that bullshit counterculture. He's not comfortable yeah. with it. He doesn't it, want to be part of it's it. It's a powerful word with a powerful and hurtful history. And he, it, he, Luke Cage has made the choice to not, to not, uh, right. Uh, you know, revel in that. Right. And not, and not, not utilize it. That's, that's a, what the fuck is wrong with people? Because people need reasons to be complainers. <sighs> but I got to say, man. I, I love it. The I, show's I, hitting I, on all cylinders. So you're three episodes we're in We're three episodes in. Okay. Um, my, my wife brought up the point that there was – in the very first episode, they brought up um, – uh, uh, literature, uh, literary figures in in black culture that neither of us had ever heard of, and, right? And it it was nice to get a, a peek into into a culture that we we aren't a part of, and we, yeah. we don't we don't know, and to and to see um, granted, it, and it's a superhero show, so right. I mean, I use the term realistic loosely, but to see a, a realistic portrayal with, with not loaded with stereotype. Right. Um, and, and learning something about, about that culture and learning something about these authors that they mention. And well, that's something worth looking into. Yeah. You know, it's, I, yeah. I, I um, really enjoy what they're doing. There's, there's a really great, I'm, I'm going to stay really, I'm going to try to stay really spoiler free right now. Really oh, clean. Oh boy. No, no, I, I, I am. Trust me. There's, there's a really great, there's a really great little plot turn and that's not a spoiler because everything has a plot turn. Of course. Right? There's a gr- little, there's a really great little plot turn. That I saw starting to develop probably right around episode four or so. Uh-oh. And as I was watching episode eight this week, or maybe seven, I, I I said it to my wife. I called it out. I said, this is what's going to happen. And then they kind of solidified it. And it's it's great because it makes some of the other characters on the show that much better. Okay. Um, so just just really pay attention. Don't All watch right. this show and look at your phone. Don't watch this show and putz. Just sit down. Check out. Enjoy it. Digest it for what it is. It's really well written. It's evolving really nicely. Um, the use of other characters from the Netflix universe is really well done. The use of other uh, – the use of references to the overall Marvel Cinematic Universe is really well done. And, uh, yeah, it's another home run, man. I, I can't wait. Well, you've heard our take on Luke Cage. Do you have a take on Luke Cage? Why don't you give us a call at the GVM line? That's 425-920-6050. And leave us, us a message with your thoughts, and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Okay, now, have either of you seen the Iron Fish trailer? Uh, I have. You I have. have. You have. I think it's great. Amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I, I think it's it's hogwash uh, and whitewashed nonsense. It is. And uh, shame on that show for, for everything true. that, that it all gave. True. All the things that yeah, you You know, PK, you've really turned me around here. I yeah. hate it too. It's, also, it's really awkward hearing Danny Rand drop the N-bomb that much yeah. in, in just a trailer. Yeah. Frightening. Well, you, you, wait, wait, until the, wait until the second trailer. You haven't seen the tre- second trailer yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but at, but at one point, you know, he used a couple of other slurs. It's nice. very it's very uncomfortable. Um, I no, it, it looks. I don't like either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, seriously, the trailer. Looks great. The trailer it was amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. The guy playing Danny Rand, whose name is eluding me right now. I, I, I think apologize. It's Ted, dude from Game of Thrones. Yeah. guy. Uh, he looks great in the role. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. And when do we get that? Did we get that before the March. end of the year? Uh, March of next oh, year. Oh, it's March. Oh, wow. So that's really early for a trailer. So is that the next thing we get? Is, yes. is Iron Fist? You have to get Iron Fist before you get Defenders. No, I know, but that seems like a really big gap. 
We've got. Well, I guess that's about right. We're well, getting, they're working. We get Iron Fist. We get the Defenders miniseries. We got Punisher. 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 And Punisher because Punisher is filming already. Yeah. There's not season two of Jessica Jones, right? Season two of Jessica Jones and season three of Daredevil will happen all 2018 after Defenders. So we're not getting nothing right out of the gate then. No, There's we'll get be a gap. Well, well, yeah, right. Well, nothing. So we'll get we'll get Iron Fist. Yeah. Then right. But uh, but that's okay. Iron Fist looks great. Kudos to them. Hey, we have agents of. Sh- oh, oh, oh God. Do, do you want to hit on the Punisher news while we're while we're yeah, here? Yeah, yeah why it. not? Uh, I, I'm I'm I've been excited since uh, we 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 got word that uh, Jump Street that Billy Russo was going to show up. Um, and uh, and we know the history behind that character. If you're a Punisher fan, maybe I'll keep my mouth. Well, it's not really a spoiler because they're, no, I mean, they're just say it. Me. Billy Russo's Jigsaw. Yeah. So do, uh, do, do. I'm excited to see that. And I'm I, I have a feel. I wonder if they're going to follow the same pattern where you know he because they're playing him as a buddy from uh, from the war. So I'm wondering if Billy Russo and uh, and uh, is going to end up you know transformed into into Jigsaw and the big bad out of the gate. Or is he one of those guys that's going to be like, you know, a pal throughout and then, you know, last episode, all of a sudden he's got the fucked up face. I, I, I'm curious to see I, where they go. I, I got to think, I, I got to think he's got to, he's got to, he, I think he's going to end up being the big bad, honestly. I think they're going to yeah. explore the relationship during the war in like flashbacky type sequences, the same way they're kind of exploring a little bit of Luke's past. Like how, how did it come to this kind Marvel's of? Marvel's right. arrow. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but Luke Cage is doing flashbacks no, jessica jones just, does it i'm just um man. but uh yeah I, I would think he's the big bad he's a good he's a good choice for a big bad for the punisher well he's yeah. he is he is the punisher's big bad that's what him, i mean him well, and him and kingpin yeah. yeah right but so i mean maybe fisk will come back at you know maybe fisk will be out of jail maybe jigsaw will have a tie to fisk i could see that maybe. as being possible the same way we all think bullseye might have a tie to fisk in some capacity when that comes about so this we'll bit of uh news says that Deborah Ann Wall, uh, who plays Karen Page in Daredevil, shows up. Uh, yep. Looks like she shows up, and that makes absolute sense well, because sure, she tie-in. had a strong bond. No, yeah, but right. she also had a bond to Frank yep, yep, in, yep. in Daredevil, and she was really kind of the. Uh, she kind of grounded him in a lot of ways and made him a little bit more sympathetic than he already was. Because it's it's hard to forget at times that Punisher can be sort of sympathetic. You, you know, you get so caught up in, in his just zero fucks given policy that, you know, there is still some good underlying. And I think she helps yeah. bring that out. And so if that's her point or if that's going to be her role in in season one of Punisher, that that makes absolute sense. She She's the she's the smart one to uh, to throw in there. And who else did they cast? There was a couple more. Well, th- this one, I, as a Punisher fan, I have a, a little bit of a love hate with this one. They cast uh, Ivan Mosh Bachrock. Uh, who was in Girls, uh, he's going to be playing Micro. Uh, according to this, a former NSA analyst uh, whose secrets may be of great value to Frank Castle and everyone around them. I, Micro I'm on the fence about because M- Micro was a character that sometimes kind of got under my skin. And Micro has the, the or microchip in, in yeah. most, of the, most of the comics, has this knack of almost being a, <clears throat> a bit of a deus ex machina kind of thing for, for Frank. And it's, I like, I like bare bones Frank. Right. I like... Big nothing, Frank. I like Circle of Blood, Frank. I like uh, the, uh, certainly like Garth Ennis, Frank, where it's it's just Frank and his resourcefulness, and and Micro can can grade on me a little bit, and I, I'm I I I'm waiting to see how they use him in here, and I'm and I'm hoping he's Micro in the same kind of context, like like Punisher War Journal, Micro in the uh, in Jim Lee's Punisher War, War Journal right. series from the late '80s, early '90s ish. Um, 
I think he played a, a pretty good role within that and, and was, was handled well and well, wasn't quite so, uh, all, you know, come to the rescue kind of guy. All of the Netflix shows have really strong supporting casts and they all have, there, there, there's always this weird unwritten team dynamic. Right. right. I mean, it, there, even in Jessica Jones, there was a team dynamic there to a certain degree with Luke Cage and Trish and, and other stuff. So, um, I mean, hopefully they 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 kind of play there. And then there was there was another one they cast uh, too, right? Dinah uh, Medani, yes, some, I, a Homeland Security agent. And I believe this was a this is an unknown character so far. Um, All right, well, it's, that's okay. it's not a name familiar. I mean, unless you unless she's someone that's in a, in later issues, like after Garth Ennis left, right. and I and I lost track of the book. Um, but it's it's not a name that's familiar to me, so she might be some a new creation for this uh, this particular season. Well, let's. Um, so yeah, so look, Netflix is obviously developing quite nicely. Thank God for that. Um, let's stick with some comics on TV. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, works for me. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the CW. Uh, CW came back with three of its four shows at this point. Big time. Big time. Flash. Um, I saw the first episode of Flash. I saw the first episode of Arrow, and I saw the first episode of Supergirl. Legends premieres later this week. Arrow's Tomorrow. second episode is tonight. Flash was last night. I haven't watched that yet. I did. Um, I was a little perturbed. I didn't like the first episode of Flash too much. Because you felt like they cleared it up too quickly. A little too quickly. It yes. felt a little rushed. Mm, but you'll see in the second episode. I'm sure. And, and you also, right. And you, and you start to see the effects that it'll have on Arrow. I know about that. Yeah. That being said, the first, the first episode of Arrow this season was really good. Like, like. Felt a little more like season two, three. Was Wild Dog in it? He was. Okay. But very little. Yeah, he's but, in it but he's big introduced. time in episode two, I think. Um and, and you know, you get you get the you get more of a you get more of a footing for uh Mr. Terrific in this episode as well. Um and and there's some redemption for some other characters that I don't like that much historically. Um but it was a good first episode. It it and you also get introduced to Prometheus, who's the the, the season's right. big bad. Um, but the other big bad, the other big bad in that first episode, which was what's his face from Walking Dead, <laughs> um, the the guy with the brass knuckles, wasn't he on Walking Dead also? Oh, dude, I didn't see it yet. Oh, okay. Who was the who was the 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 big black guy at the first season? The first season of Walking Dead at the prison with the beanie. He was part of the other group that came in. It was him and the girl came in. Oh, oh, oh. Him? Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember. I can't remember the character's, character's name. name. He was in your Comic-Con. Like, I know. comic books. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm mistaken, but I think he he played the villain in the first episode of Arrow. What I might was, be what was the villain name? I'll I, I can't remember. But he was like a street-level thug. He was like a, he, I mean, he you know beats people. Tyrese? Well, I think it was the same guy that played Tyrese. I, I might be mistaken. Know. Um, but it was good. It was a really good episode, but honestly, I think the runaway from the first episodes this past week was Supergirl. That's hmm. saying a lot. I, I think that's him. I, I might be, mis- I, I might know. be mistaken. I might be mistaken. I thought it was him when I was watching it, but, but maybe it's not. Um, but the takeaway was Supergirl. Supergirl finally gave us a real Superman. 
The CW understands Superman better than Warner Brothers. And that, that's been a, a common thread I've been seeing bouncing around Twitter, that they, uh, they've got them. They've got them down pat on TV, and it's sad that, he, uh, that they can't nail it for the films. He is Tyler Huxlin. Is both, Huxlin. He is charismatic. He is heroic. No, Kev, that's Huxlin. <laughs> Huxlin. His, his Clark Kent, his Clark Kent is, is klutzy. But stoic, he is likable. I mean, they nailed him in the wow. in guess, the first go. And guess was, what? What? It was him. It was him, right? And he was at New York Comic Con, and yeah. you did not. I did get not get signed. I didn't. I didn't. You stink. Uh, you know why? Because I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it until I watched it. And I watched it after New York. Chad Comic-Con. Coleman. That being said, I did meet a uh, 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 sin from Arrow at New York Comic Con, and that was nice and lovely. And I got my photo. Uh, but, well, I met Opie. Yes, you did. From um, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. And I also met, um, what's his name? Uh, The guy on Arrow, from Arrow. The guy that Oh, yeah, Manu Bennett. Manu Bennett. Yeah. Um, So so back to Supergirl very quickly. Um, A couple of other very important things that happened in that episode. Um, So we got a Superman that's actually Superman. It was great to see. Nice. But we got a full mention of Gotham. In the episode, uh, which I don't think we've gotten yet, uh, we've gotten Bloodhaven, we've gotten a, lo- a right, lot of other things. Right. It was a, it was a joke. It was a very like little tease. It what was, was the joke. It was it was. Uh, uh, God, you ever see that fucking joke? No, no. Was that an analogy? No, like, no, no, oh, no. that stinks. No, like that show Gotham. No, it wasn't a reference to the show Gotham. I, I understand, sir. Was, I'm making. Oh. see, this is a comedy show, sir. From now, we'll try time, being funny then. Time from time to time, <laughs> we got to make some jokes. <laughs> you see, since we bet, no. Here's why it's funny, and mm. I understand you not getting funny because you don't get funny. But it's you hard. see, from time to time, sir. We have to do some comedy material. Right. Now, I understand. Now, I understand yeah. where you're feeling. But see, on this program, we take every opportunity we can to bash Gotham. We do. It's because true. Because it is garbage. It's true. So, when I say, when you say, oh, there's a passing reference to Gotham, my first instinct is, oh, well, how did that show bash Gotham? Right. See? So, what I did was I took what they do, see. and I took what we do, and I was, you know, making a funny And And all I'm going to say is... Uh, 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 keep keep working on your material. The album's not quite yet ready. <laughs> no, you better be quick on that. As quick on that button when he says the F word. <laughs> he got me earlier with I like dick, so I think we're okay. Uh, did you did you put those things on there that I that I asked you to? Uh, which things? I, I I can't read your lips, sir. But uh, I, they may be on here. They may not. The ones from Rick and Morty. Uh, no, not yet. Okay, I so, haven't been able to pull those. So anyway, th- th- there was a reference to Gotham, and and it, <laughs> and it was a, I'm going back to Gotham. Like some shit happened in in Central City, or right? Whatever, and I'm going back to Gotham, and it was cute, it was funny. Um, but there's also reference, full reference to Lex Luthor, as well, which makes sense. Which tells me, um, which tells me that maybe the shackles really are off because we also heard that Deathstroke is somehow gonna. Make an appearance in the hundredth episode, uh, in the hundredth, not the hundredth episode of Arrow, because it wouldn't be a hundredth. Would it be a hundred episodes already? What season, season is it? Oh yeah, it could be a hundred episodes. Be. Yeah, he's gonna be in the. He's gonna be Deathstroke is gonna be somehow in a in a later season. And as we know, Deathstroke was originally pulled off the table because of his now appearance in the Batman, which right. is the title for the solo Batman movie. The Batman. Um, but but 
but man, they're they're coming they're coming out with. Oh, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to see all those things really working together. Wow. Um. So I'm I'm really excited to see how the CW further develops. It's great that their TV licenses haven't shit the bed as hard as their movie ones. I have some good news for you, Big Kev. Oh no! Spe- Wait, hold on. You- speaking of their movie, hold ones. on. Oh what? Hold on. Is it is it what you just clued us in on? Because I think we should just address that. The Batman. The Batman. Oh, it wasn't that, but no, we can go with that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like they're going to call it The Batman. Very creative. I mean, here's the problem I have with The Batman. Um, I don't have a problem with that as a title. That was the title of one of the animated series, I think. It was, it's, the, the, title, very, it was the title of the yeah. uh, of Detective 27 yeah. where he first appeared. Yeah, I mean, I get the it's, reference. It's very, it's very simplistic. Ah, ah, right. It's when he first appeared. The Correct. problem with the title "The Batman" is sounds like it is sounds very much like origin, an origin story or an early story, and that's not what we're getting. We're not getting an origin Batman story. Are, are God help us, well, are we sure we're I mean, not getting an origin? Have, have you story? seen the actual quote from Affleck though? Like, I, I don't know that they're committed to this title, or or at least not adding yeah, a it colon like, and subtitle. It sounds like what Affleck wants. Affleck literally, and I quote: "The movie I think is going to be called The Batman." Uh, at least that's what we're going with now. I might change it. I think that's about it. That's uh, all I got. PK, can I can I give you some direction here? <laughs> but uh, did I? I didn't do a Boston accent. Sorry. Yeah, I was. I blew go that. There. Uh, no, anyway. I, no, I I know that the and movie is going to be called the Batman. The Batman. But it's it it at seems that's very. That's what we're going with right now. It seems very originy, that's and it seems like it seems like a weird title for it. But I'm still excited about the Batman, uh, starring Ben Affleck. No, what what okay. I thought you might be excited about, Big Kev, huh? is that the Booster Gold movie that's happening <laughs> yeah. is not going to be part of the DC Cinematic Universe. And that's great because it's being done by the guy who's pretty Doing much the CW. head of the CW. So Booster Gold could easily somehow incorporate the CW universe. God, I hope... Because because he needs to be on Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, desperately. He desperately needs to be on that yeah. show. I mean, it'll never happen. And but... they continue to tease Court Industries. They keep on tickling our balls. I mean, <laughs> the problem with them doing Booster Gold as a movie, as far as as far as I can see, and I haven't read through this whole article yet, so I can't. Maybe they drop some hints in here or not. Oh, this news might come as a disappointment for fans hoping Booster Gold would inject some much-needed levity into the grim and gritty... Oh, that's the movie universe, so no. Uh, Booster Gold's... Yeah, no real reference. So, Thank I you for think- joining us for this episode of Big Kev Reads Stuff. Read stuff. Big Kev Reads Stuff. But, but he says it clearly. As of right now, we have no connective tissue to those worlds. It'd be a separate thing. So, and that's assuming that Berlanti is still involved, right? It's still a work in progress. As of right now, right. he's still involved. I guess they could pull him off and change that, but, but, but I hope he doesn't. I hope that it stands separate, and I hope right. that maybe they do find a way to tie into some of that other stuff. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them. Fuck, fuck Warner Brothers and their shit ass movies. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, well, You're harsh. You know, because you know why? I, I'm going to tell you why. Because this goes back to Supergirl. After seeing this episode of Supergirl. Right, and after seeing what I think is a really good portrayal of Superman, and I fucking hate Superman. I am not a Superman fan, but I understand what he stands for, and as a character, what he should be. And after seeing that on Supergirl, it just further makes me aggravated that that universe cannot seem 
to fucking pull their head out of their ass. Isn't that bothersome to, to other people? Is it just me that it's really bothersome I, to? I'm just, I am so numb to it now at this point. Right, but that numbness is, okay, so so maybe if it's not bothersome, isn't the numbness a bit sad then? Well, yeah. I mean, all, these, all these resources and all this time and all this money are being poured into something that, that doesn't get it. And that's, that's, that is sad. That's and, a shame. And, and going back to Henry Cavill, right? I actually think he is completely capable of pulling off that kind of Superman. Oh, I absolutely. 100% 100%. That he is – Absolutely. He could pull off the Boy Scout if they let him. He could do it. They're not letting. Him. He's not directed that way. I mean, that's a shame. if you've seen any interviews with him, if you've seen if you've if you've seen other works that he he's totally capable yep. of that kind of Superman. And and I part of me almost thinks that he is uncomfortable in the role that he's portraying himself. He will yep. he'll never come out and say it. I mean, maybe years from now if it gets rebooted or he gets fucked over or something, but he'll never come out and say it because right oh. now he's Superman. Oh, he's fucked but, over. <laughs> but 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 he's totally capable of doing a better job than what he's given to work with. Yeah, ask Bre- and it's aggravating. Ask Brandon Routh what it's like to do a shitty Superman movie. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I think Brandon Routh was fine as Superman. The movie Brand- itself was crap. Was, Brandon Routh but he was, was fine. fine. Christopher Reeve Superman. He was correct. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how well he would have handled his own Superman, but he he certainly yeah. And you know what? Carry that torch. It's unfortunate well. for Brandon Routh because I think he's a fine performer. Yep. Look at him on. He is great as the Adam. Great as yep. the Adam. He is great as the Adam. And he was great in what's called. He too? was great Scott in Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. He, yeah, he was like, great when he good. he cameoed on Chuck. Yep. He, I mean, he's he's done a bunch of stuff, and I think he's a good actor. And he's still carrying around that but, albatross of a movie. Nah, I think he's finally moved no, well, past it. Well, all right, it. let's I think, say... I think Adam has helped him move past agreed. it. Agreed. Let's say he's moving past it. Right. Let's say that's occurring for him. Right. Well, Henry Cable hasn't gotten there yet. No, no, because he's still Superman. That's what I'm saying. So, anyway, so there you go. Never hey, mind. what's this? What's this? A new animated Spider-Man coming to Disney XD? Don't they have one on there now? Um, I think they do. Um, but but this this has been in the works for a little little bit. I thought I remember reading something about this. Um, uh, maybe a oh, year I have ago. It. Oh, I have it here. Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man will com- culminate in January 2017 with an exciting go. two-part finale. Uh, well, so they're bagging that show to do one that's closer related to the Spider-Man of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which makes sense. I agree, but but which is funny because the the Spider-Man of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is really already sort of the animated version of Spider, like that show that was Spider-Man, Iron Fist, uh, <laughs> Coulson. Um, I forget. I don't. What I don't the hell remember. Show was that? It was an animated show. It might have been called. Is it? Is that Ultimate? I forget what show it was. Coulson and Friends. No, no, no. Phil Coulson <laughs> was the principal of the high school, and that, that Peter goes to. What? Like, that was very much like that campy Tom Holland. Even Tony Stark was on it. That was the one right. that. That was the one that it crossed over with Guardians of the Galaxy in one episode. Is that this one? That might be Ultimate. I don't that might remember. Be this one. Were you but, licking something that looked like a postage stamp no, no, before no, you no, sat down my, for this episode? No, tonight? My, my son watches it. Uh, my son watches it on uh, on the your son. Um, I forget the other character. It's a female white. She's like a white. Oh, fuck, I can't remember the other character. But it's Iron Fist. It's a young Iron Fist, like a real young Iron Fist. Um, like Peter nine. Peter Parker 
and this other character whose name is eluding me right now. It's Coulson. Is, Iron is, baby is hand. The, Coulson is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the head of this op section of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Tony Stark is on it because he gives Peter the Iron Suit at one point, the Iron Spider Suit. It crossed over with Guardians in one episode. Nova has appeared on it before. And uh, so, I mean, it's Damn. it's it's on a bunch of shows. You hear crying I do. That doesn't sound good. Well, maybe we should take a break, OG. I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. We should probably take a break. We're running long. 40 minutes in. Oh, and with yeah. that, OG uh, will go and find out why his son is screaming. And we'll be right back with Big Cast Geek Stuff. Ahoy, hoy. Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Not just a biannual car game, that's every other year, not twice a year. Forza Horizon 3 is being hailed as one of the best driving games in years. The open world racing and slightly arcadier controls have been locked down and perfected at this point. So far I've heard nothing but positive comments for Forza Horizon 3, which is out now for $60 on Xbox One and Windows 10 PC. <laughs> Speaking of Microsoft exclusives, Gears of War 4 is out now for Xbox One and Windows 10 PC. A generation has passed, and now you're playing as the original series protagonist's son, J.D. Phoenix. Although you're dead, Marcus Phoenix is in the game as a grizzled old man. Probably added after seeing Force Awakens. The campaign is supposed to be kind of boring, but without playing it myself, I don't know what that means. Could be an average Gears story. Although I intend to check it out. Gears of War 4 is out now for $60 on Xbox One and Windows 10 PC. <laughs> Also out recently is Mafia 3. The game has looked intriguing for a while, but bad word of mouth has been hampering its release. The game seems to crash a bit often, and unless you're No Man's Sky, games don't crash at all. And while it's been patched, the game's life originally started locked at 30 FPS. But besides the technical mumbo jumbo, the game looks pretty cool. The presentation is top notch, although the gameplay seems to be a bit repetitive. Not being a Rockstar game, the side quests are more filler than killer. You like that? I, I just wrote that. But still, it's probably the only game about a black Vietnam vet coming back to fight the power and take down the mafia in a racially charged climate. Why wouldn't you want to play that? At least rent it. Mafia 3 is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Although you should probably redbox it. <laughs> By the time you're listening to this, Sony will have released PlayStation VR on October 13th. Units have been sold out via pre-order for months, so there's little hope in scoring one immediately, but it's happening. A lot of people bitch and complain VR isn't everything it's supposed to be, but to me, last year, VR didn't exist, and now it does. That is something. A new game console isn't dead because the launch lineup isn't as impressive as its third year. It's the future of immersion. Can we give VR a minute before we start shitting all over it for clicks? <laughs> Giddy up, it's the Red Dead Rumor Report. Red Dead Revolver, the not-so-hot Capcom game before the series was purchased by Rockstar, is now a PlayStation 2 emulated game on PlayStation 4. If you really wanted to, you could play it for $15. As for the next Red Dead game? Sorry, Kev, I got nothing for you. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Millennium Falcon. A one to one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp, 
Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. We're back. Yeah, That's some epic music right there. That's uh, from the Blade Runner. Ooh. I'm putting the in front of everything. The now. Blade Runner. I was going to say the that Blade Runner. I dared uh, Disney to title the uh, that Spider-Man cartoon we were just talking about the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. I guess we're going to get to some the Blade Runner news in a moment. We are, but first we have to say buildmillenniumfalcon.com. You should definitely check it out. Uh, it is an amazing. Star Wars uh, thing that you can have and you can build and you can own forever because you will never want to part with it. I'm telling you, I've seen one done. It's amazing. I got my own uh, working on it. I mean, I'm working on collecting it. I'm going to build it right. like in like uh, in real time. No, not real time. In short time. They call that stop time. The thing where mm-hmm. you film mm-hmm. and it's thing and it, and it looks like you're moving uh, really time fast. lapse yeah that's there time lapse that's it i was i was just wait i was I'm tired i was watching the i was watching the synapses i saw fire. you i saw you knew what i was talking about you just let me go on uh pk there is a phone number yes there is uh you can reach uh, bill the millennium falcon at 877-544-6779 or just go to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and uh check them out also Definitely Craig, Snodgrass Art. Yes, definitely Craig uh, and with, the Snodbots. That's right. With just over two days left, whoa, they need $1,300 still to reach their goal. So they're close. They're close. They're close. Let's make this happen, people. Go to kickstarter.com and search yes. out Snodbots or click the link in our um, uh, on our page. There's right. a link there. Right. And, uh, you know, go support the Snodgrass art, man. Yeah, we had uh, that fine Snodgrass uh, print as an exclusive at New York Comic Con. We had a couple of people pick that up, which was really great. Duppy is a badass-looking robot. You want to get yours. So uh, search Snodbots on Kickstarter. Click the link. Yeah, th- I mean, $1,300. They can do it. Yeah. His his total goal was $6,500. So it's not an insurmountable goal. Not nope. insurmountable. So let's uh, let's make that happen, fans. And people's go support him. He supports the show. Always lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Let's move on to uh, Blade Runner, I guess, since we had that awesome Blade Runner music. Uh, The Blade Runner. The The Blade Blade Runner. Runner. So uh, this title is about as lame as The Batman. (laughs) Yes. uh, Blade Runner and its sequel, Blade Runner 2049. They're only off by 50 years if they wanted to join the Marvel Universe. <laughs> um, when, what year did the first The Blade Runner take place? 82. No. It, That's when a, the movie came you're out. You're an ass. You mean uh, when? Well, let's see. According to the article. 
I feel uh, like it's 20... Set several decades after the original. Yeah. So let's call it several is more than two. So let's say 30 years. So 2019. 2019. Probably, yeah. All right. So it's, 2020. It's, it's one of those ones that takes place in like, wow, yeah, well, well it'll never be that bad in 2019. Whoa, the yeah. future's so awesome. Yeah. In 1982, that was what kind of now-ish right. looked like. Right. Damn, I hate us. It was a step down from the Jetsons. Damn, I hate us. <laughs> Man, we had Blade Runner as a model. We had Star Trek. And what do we got? Shitty-ass cell phones that blow up. <laughs> blow up. Did you hear about those? Now they're sending you fireproof packaging so you can oh, mail yeah. that shit back. Yeah. You know what, though? It's it's funny. It, it's, it's a complete travesty, and Samsung should be ashamed. I don't have one of the blow-uppy phones, so thank God for that. You have um, one of their other non-blow-uppy phones. But, and look, I've had Samsung phones now for 10 years. I've never had a problem. Mm-hmm. But I also don't have the Note. I don't need the Note. I'm, I'm fine with the Edge. Um, but if you look at if you look at how much it is, it's... The percentage is still pretty small. Not that that's okay, but the percentage for hoverboards that blew up was way worse. Oh, I know. Mm. But but not everybody's using hoverboards. No, I feel you. I Everybody feel you. uses a cell phone. Mar- you. And you know what the worst part is? You know what the worst part what? is? Yeah, they had a problem. They recalled the product. They put out a new product yeah. that also blew up. But I don't. I think what happened was I. I don't think they actually developed new product to. They so, were just exchanging them, right, hoping they so, wouldn't catch. So, right. So the original, the original story was the original, and I don't want to go off on a tangent because it's not what we're talking about. The original story was that it was one small batch out of one particular factory that uh-huh. was having the problem. Uh-huh. So when they replaced them, I guess they didn't make sure that they didn't come from that bad. I guess it's like recalling the bad meat from <laughs> I'm replacing it with the bad meat. Right. It's it's like it's like oh, all the meat that came out of Joe Earl's factory is real bad. <laughs> so here's some more meat from Joe Earl. The fuck no! Well, I don't he, want Joe Earl. You know Here's some I'm stuff do? from Britain. I want. I be. want Purdue. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send a pile of ashes back to Samsung. <laughs> see if they send me eight hundred dollars. On a geek stuff note, real quick, have you seen the meme going around about that? Which is probably the best the, one yet. The, oh of, my of god! Two face. And they oh, photoshopped, that one? They photoshopped uh, is it's the Aaron Eckhart Two Face from Dark yeah, Knight, yeah. And, he, and they photoshopped a hand holding a, a charred yeah. uh, galaxy. And I'm here to exchange my galaxy note. That one is great. But did you see the did you see the 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 gif where where it's like a first person shooter and somebody throws the phone at a car and oh, it blows it's a, up. It's a mod. It's a GTA mod. Yeah, that somebody uh, somebody oh, put together Jesus. and 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 this one person is on a tire just throwing phones at people and blowing yeah. up police cars. That was great. People. All right, all right. Let's move forward. We have a couple of other quick hits we want to get to. I guess right. Yeah, Volt- just quick. Voltron Legendary Defender gets its season two premiere date January twentieth. I still got to watch season one. We also got our first picks of the toys coming from the series. Um, the toys look fine. For what they are, I mean, they're not—they're not collectors. They're collector quality. They're for kids. Yeah. If you want collector quality toys, there's a hundred companies putting them out. Yeah, and let, can literally a hundred. Can we talk about that just right quick? Yeah. I thought Voltron. I—I uh, I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, every toy company in Japan has a license for Voltron. Yes. Because at New York Comic Con, every single Japanese toy company that was there had some Voltron product. And and I gotta be honest with you, like there Lion were a, Voltron. There were a lot of them that looked great. Yeah. So Amazing. I'm, I'm, Remarkable. I'm, I'm at six hundred bucks it better I'm, be. I'm sad I missed the Maddie collector pieces, but I, I'm happy to know that I have alternatives if I need them. True. 
Now, that said, I was not aware that every company in Japan also had, and not only companies yeah. in Japan, had a goddamn Ghostbusters license. I saw all of those or most of those. What the at, hell? At San Diego this year. What the hell? Like that big Gozer display? Yeah. That was at San Diego. I saw that there as well. Like, it was a great display. Hell? I know. I feel and, like now, and now Mezco reveals. Yep. The one, uh, 112. 112 they yeah. look amazing. Yep. We didn't even talk about how amazing. The 112 stuff that they showed at New York Comic Con. We'll save that. Okay. Um, Well, we'll, if if we have time, we'll squeeze it in. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Also got a season three. The first two episodes or the first three episodes of season two have already aired. The buzz is still strong. Good for Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I'm happy for him. And that season one of that show was fucking amazing. And it deserves a second season. So kudos on that. We didn't talk about Amber Heard as Mira in Justice League. She looks good. Because who cares? She, she looks good. She looks better than than Aquaman. She looks like Mira. <laughs> the demon barber of, <laughs> of, uh, of, yeah, exactly. of Atlantis. <laughs> um, well, let's move on. To, well, no, let's, let's hit a couple of other trailers real quick, too. All right. Um, we finally got a trailer for Dead Men Tell No Tales, which is the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, that movie. came Pirates out like I five. think last week. Yeah, it right? came out during the break sometime. I think it looks really good. It kind of feels a little bit like the first movie. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I liked about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, but I don't know. There's still, I don't know. Do I have a bad taste in my mouth from the last couple still? I, well, so here's the thing. The first one I thought was really good. The second one I thought was pretty good, but not as good as the first. The third one was, uh, but the fourth one with um, Ian McShane, Ian with McShane. Ian McShane and Penelope Cruz, was really good on okay. Stranger Tides. I think yeah, that was that one. Yeah, yeah. That one actually kind of went back to the format. And it was really good. It was enjoyable. Dead Men Tell No Tales. If it goes back to that first movie, and I think Barbosa is back. I think Will Turner is back too in this one. Um, which is interesting because he's the new Davy Jones. So how they're going to work that, I'm not quite hmm. sure. But um, it looks really good. Is it Will Turner or Will Turner's kid? No, Will Turner's kid is in it, but I thought he was in it as well. Maybe, maybe, I'm makes a maybe, maybe it's just his kid. Um, but it looks great. I mean, I'm pretty excited for it. So um, so there's that. <laughs> so there's that. So um, there's that. There was also a trailer for Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who spinoff, The Class, which looks really great. I don't know when we're going to get it, but the... But the UK gets it at the end of this month. Um, and there oh, was also, that means we'll probably get it in 2018. No, maybe a couple weeks later. Um, and there was also a trailer for the new Power Rangers movie, which actually looks pretty decent. Yo, we had some uh, we had some run-ins with the Green Ranger. <laughs> I wish someone would have run him over. No, you know what? In all truthfulness, he his line was a bit annoying. But that dude... That dude is a guy who is way appreciative of his fan base. True. And he stayed in that booth until every single person that was promised a signature got got a signature. It wasn't like they capped the line and then, like, he hit his time frame and was like, nope, I'm going to bounce. He stood there until every single person got something signed. He was a good dude. He walked the entire line and said hello to people. A couple of times. Like he got when he Thanks for waiting. He got up yeah, like when he was on a break, he would get up and walk the line and just thank you. He took selfies with people, shooting video with people. So I mean all all kidding aside and all joking aside, he is a really nice guy. Do we know anything that the Green Ranger did besides being the Green Ranger and buying tattoos? Because that dude got some tattoos. Uh, well, he's still he's still a he's still actually a martial artist and a, and a very high ranking one. Okay. Um. And you know, for those of you who don't know, and I know now because of my son, but he has appeared 
as the Green Ranger in everything. In like everything. Like he comes back in a bunch of the later versions of that show as the Green Ranger. Like he returns uh-huh. as nice. like the legacy Green Ranger. So like he's that franchise still moves him forward. And I think between that, his fan base and his martial arts, the guy is obviously really busy. So right. good for him. I yeah. have never been a Power Rangers fan, but I think I want to support this movie because on Twitter, uh, apparently. Um, Max Landis yeah. had been ranting and raving that he got fired from uh, the Power Rangers. Yeah. I want to give that money. I want to give money to that I, movie. I'm not going to lie. The trailer looks pretty decent. <laughs> the, the, look, the concept behind the Power Rangers was always an interesting concept. Right. Conceptually, it was take, cool. Take 70s TV Japanese footage. Right. And uh, when they have their helmets off, make them Americans. Right. And no, I don't mean that. I mean, I mean, the idea, <laughs> the, the idea that the idea that there are five chosen kids who are, imbu- you know, imbued with powers to fight Ooh, the nice evils of the, the universe. Use, nice use of the word imbued. Like it's, it's a good concept. It's a fun word right there. But they, yeah, I got it on my uh, calendar today, but, <laughs> but, uh, but like, you know, it always had that weird hokey execution that made people turn off of it. Although, having gone back and watched it, I kind of get why some people liked it for the hokiness. But the movie looks kind of serious and interesting. I'm, I'm okay with it. And so it, that's trailers. And in the what the fuck section of the show, what? Guy Ritchie to direct oh, live yeah. action Aladdin for Disney. Hey, well, well, Matt's got some thoughts about that, too. I like Snatch. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, did, what did he pull those off? Sounds like <laughs> sounds like he's in another planet. Um, but uh, look, I mean, it makes sense. They're they're live action. It everything. makes sense. Well, well look. They, I also read they were going to do some sort of live action version of Lion King. Aladdin makes way more yeah. sense than Lion no, King. That's not the issue. Whether they're doing a live action the, Aladdin, the, the oddity the, is the Guy Ritchie part. The Guy Ritchie. Part. That's an interesting choice. I, I don't know. I don't know. Jafar but, uh, is a badass. Could be bouncing off of shit and shooting people. No, come on. Uh, uh, it's going to be all that Guy Ritchie weird f- cinematography when Aladdin's on the carpet. I mean, anything's got got potential. Listen, I I, I can speak a little bit more deeply about yeah. Aladdin because, uh, and we talked about this earlier. Right. Uh, our uh, our anniversary plans took uh, took place at uh, um, at the New Amsterdam Theater, where Aladdin on Broadway is currently playing. The show is fantastic. I've heard great things about it. It's so it's yeah. so good. It is so good. It's um the the, the cat and the cast is largely the original cast that started the right. show uh, two and a half years ago. Now they're in their third year. Um, and clearly every last person on that stage is having the time of their lives and they're, they're tied to a, a, a really good show. Uh, my wife and I were super entertained the whole time, the carpet effect. And actually, uh, let me dial back the, the, there are magic effects, like actual magic illusions that magicians perform, uh, peppered throughout the entire show. And it's really exciting to me to see that, uh, to see actual magic, to see, to see magicians magic used in the context of telling a story. Uh, it, it's really fun to see a lot of these really cool effects, uh, some of which I actually helped them obtain back when I was uh, managing a magic shop in New York. Um, but the the highlight effect is the the carpet flight during a whole new world. Right. And uh, my belief is that they, uh, and I don't know this for a fact, this is just my observations of it, uh, I believe they adapted Copperfield's flying illusion from, uh, uh, I guess, his last TV yeah. specials and whatnot, and, and what he was touring with, where he, and it's a beautiful effect. It, it actually brought tears to my eyes when I saw it at NJ Pack years ago. Uh, it's a beautiful flying effect that he does. You believe that Copperfield is flying like Peter fucking Pan. It's right. great. 
Um, and I believe that they have adapted that to house a a flying carpet for Aladdin and Jasmine to uh, to sit upon. That's awesome. It is. Tell us amazing, how that trick is done. PK. It's an amazing effect. And despite knowing generally what to look for, uh, once I saw what was happening and I realized realized what was happening, even knowing what to look for, I couldn't see it. It's it's beautifully, beautifully, beautifully done. It's almost worth the ticket price just for that song and I'll for that to, effect. Maybe I'll have to try. To Highly recommend seeing the show. I um, I need to read this. So the well, well, hang on. The, get, getting back to the film now. Now yeah. the, the show takes an interesting change in adaptation, and and what I've read over over the years, and and while it was being developed, while I was there working for the for the company, is they were they were going back to what was apparently the original concept for the Aladdin film, which was they wanted to make. Uh, they wanted to make it a a Hope and Crosby road picture. Right, was the original idea behind the animated uh, film, and then they got Robin Williams involved, and, and just things took a, a a different turn and didn't quite go that way. But you can you can kind of hear the flavor of that notion in the music, even in the original film. Right, you kind of get that tone from the music. So now the Broadway show, they said, you know what? Well, for the Broadway show, we're going back to that. And they've they've taken this tone of the the Hope and Crosby movies, and it's it's a it's a great choice. And I'm curious now if they're gonna they're going to push Guy in that direction. This is what we want to do. This is the tone that we want to have is the Hope and Crosby thing. Or are they just gonna let Guy Ritchie do his fucking thing, and we get an entirely new a, a whole new whole 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 new world? world. John August, who has penned the script for the film. Uh, notes uh, that it will reportedly keep the musical elements from the 92 film. And in addition, it says that Richie will approach the film with a non-linear presentation. Oh, I didn't see that. It is a Guy Ritchie movie, at least in that sense. Right. Get like a Pulp Fiction telling of, of <laughs> I this know. almost. Oh my god! Look, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I like Guy say, Ritchie, so I'm intrigued at minimum. I, 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 he hasn't really disappointed me in anything. I, oh. I don't know about you guys, but I, I actually, I really, I really, really liked Man from Uncle. Yeah, that was. I, that's that was the you, first Guy Ritchie movie. That I haven't. I that's wow. the one I haven't seen. That I was one. really and I'll impressed be honest, with it. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm not jazzed about his next one either. Is that the, the uh, Arthur, the Arthur, yeah, Arthur, yeah. King Arthur, one? Legend of the Sword? I'm not very jazzed about. Although it does star. The kid from um, uh, from Sons of Anarchy, who I right. really enjoy, but I'm I'm tell I saw the trailer and I was just like, hey, not intrigued. I mean, I, I was as dying. Guy Ritchie, I'll give it a shot. I was it's, dying it's a strange choice for, for Man from Uncle. Yeah. Dying I, to see. I'm it. surprised and you didn't just, uh, yeah, you didn't dig I, on I, that. I like it. Huh. And with that, OG. We uh, we that's it. We got. To... We could. I mean, it's been an hour and five minutes. Wow. You know what? We I mean, didn't I... hit on any product. Do you want to save that and do a whole product heavy episode next week? We have some Funko stuff, well, some Mezco stuff. I did say that we would give this away. That's what I mean, though. Why don't we like do a whole thing next week? Well, because I said I would give it away on the episode where we talked about the con. Okay. So hey, we have this thing we're giving away. I'm gonna do it quickly. That's beautiful. Thank you. Giving I, me that look. Oh. And here you go, PK. To, no. to a listener. Uh, to a listener, yes, not a person behind the board. Uh, our friends over at Kaya, Mel Kayo, my main Mel, as I call him, uh, was kind enough to lay upon me the Mouse Guard coloring book by David Peterson. It is pretty. Oh wow! It is pretty. Yeah, and it's uh, quite a number of pages. I don't think that they're numbered. They're not. So it's quite a number of pages for you to color. Now, this has become quite a thing, hasn't it? The adult coloring book. My wife has many of the Harry Potter ones. Is that doc- right? The Doctor Who one. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is the Mouse Guard one uh, by David Peterson. 
Uh, Coloring is very relaxing. It is very relaxing. And I, I find it very interesting that the comic book world is kind of getting into the coloring bits sure. now. Um, it makes sense. It's really great. And I do, Be your own colorist. I that do is some really, really detailed yeah. Have you there, never like, read this book? I, no, no, I'm talking about in in respect to a coloring it in. Book. Yeah, yeah. That well, could prove it's challenging. Interesting. It's not easy, but you know, David Peterson's artwork is phenomenal. I mean, that's basically colorist for a comic book training. In that, yeah. what, what it, I'm watching you leaf through. Right these there. ones certainly Holy would be. Holy shit! Yes. <laughs> look, look at this. Look at the stained glass windows. Yeah, no, I oh my god! Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, good luck, lucky winner. Have fun with that. Yeah, so uh, we're going to give this away. How do we want to do this, OG? Do you have any ideas? Um, I don't know. Let's do... Uh... I don't know. I, I didn't have enough time to really think about it. Oh, boy. kind of why I... Well, uh, it's kind of why you wanted to push it off. So well, much. then I will, uh, I will shoot from the hip, OG. Uh, how about you follow us on Facebook? Right. And you follow us on Let's Instagram. Let's keep it to just Facebook. Just Facebook. You want yeah. to do just Facebook? Follow us on Facebook and then send us a message on Facebook that you've recently followed us. And we will randomly select one of the people who... Uh, Perfect. One of those people. And that is the person who will get the mouse guard And if you're already board. following us, you, you're eligible too. It's not just new followers. Okay. So, fo- so if you're not following us, follow. If you're following us, send us a message and we'll pick one one of the random... That's uh, fair. Person. So if you're already following, right. TLDR, uh, send us a message on Facebook. Right. Follow us and send us a message on Facebook yes. and win this fucking book. Something, something, go. Facebook. Yes. So, so there, there you go. Well, thank you, OG, for letting me squeeze that in. Sure. Uh, our friend, the main Mel, uh, uh, I promised him that I would do that. So I'm glad we got to do that. And then next week, we're going to talk about products. So I'm going to make sure I bring some. <laughs> yeah, because uh, pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about is still at your house. So that's cool. Oh. Um, but I'm just saying. Damn. Just saying. You're welcome for the shit I did remember. <laughs> Can I get some credit here? You did remember my Sabine. I remembered I'm... the shit that you thought I forgot. <laughs> it's true. I forgot the shit you thought I remembered. You get all of the credit in the world for remembering half of the stuff you Thank you. I'll take that. So. With that, Big Cab, don't forget you can find us online at bkgeekstuff.com. If you're interested in any of our exclusives from New York Comic Con, reach out to us, bigcabsgeekstuff at gmail.com, or you can reach us out on uh, social media as well. Um, and uh, there's the GVM line, of course. 425-920-6050. And I think that's it, Big Cab. Hey, on that GVM line, you know, you can uh, leave a comment or a question that you have or something you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, we do that all the time here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff for, I presume, you new listeners, if if, if there are a few of you out there. And, uh, yeah, is that it? Did we do all the social media and all that jazz? Yes. Oh, very quickly. Oh. Um, very, very, very quickly. If you were listening to this episode as a first-time listener, hoping to hear about the raffle entries, yes. here's why we're not doing it tonight. Because not everybody has claimed the prizes yet. Correct. We've reached out to yep. the winners. Yep. We haven't heard back from everybody. Correct. We've only heard back from two, I think. Right. Um. So I don't want to announce that until those people have actually claimed it because Correct. they got first dibs. So uh, give us another week and then we'll announce it next week. And with that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close the way we end some episodes by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. 
And on that note, we cue the music. So sad that it should come to this. 